You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're at about the halfway point in the hot stove season. MLB.com Yankees reporter Brian Hoke joining us. And Brian, seems like a good time to kind of look ahead to opening day and and see what maybe that Yankee rotation and lineup is going to look like. Obviously, there's still plenty of time for that to change, and there are rumors swirling about possible trades and that sort of thing, and the Yankees always in need or seemingly in need of pitching here this offseason. But let's take a look at what they have now and, and how it would pan out on opening day. I assume your your opening day starter ideally is Masahiro Tanaka. The question for me is, can he pitch again five days later, or are the Yankees going to have to continue to work around getting him extra days off throughout the season? Yeah, I, that's an interesting point. I, I think that that's something they're going to continue to try to do whenever possible. Uh, you, you saw the benefits, and actually he pitched okay on the, on the five days. Um, the numbers weren't as drastic as you might think, but Tanaka said that it benefits him. He feels more confident with it. Um, so when when a pitcher's telling you that, that he enjoys having that extra day whenever possible, um, that's something they're going to look to do. Um, they have a lot of injury concerns in that rotation. So it's it's really not just for him. I think there's other guys that they're going to use that too with. I, I think that you could see Sabathia getting an extra day. You could see Michael Pineda getting an extra day. Ivan Nova, they think, is going to give him 200 innings. Nathan Evaldi shouldn't have any concerns there, but – uh, the, the top three guys that I mentioned there, um, a little extra rest would certainly not hurt them. Severino was so good down the stretch for the Yankees, really showed what I think the Yankees expect to see from him going forward. Is he their number two starter at this point? It's interesting. Uh, I, they look at him as being in the rotation. Let's start that way. And, and however you wanted to slot it, uh, I think you could put Pineda too. I think that Severino's going to make a good case for it. And I wouldn't be surprised if... Girardi puts him three or four even um, just to kind of lower the expectations on him. And But this kid came up and he pitched lights out. Uh, he proved that he competed at the big league level. He proved that he belonged. Uh, I, I think you're going to see a bright major league career for Luis Severino. And I think that eventually you are going to talk about him as a number two starter in the big leagues, if not an ace. Um, he's, he's got that kind of stuff. I mean, this This is somebody the Yankees are very, very excited about and with good reason. So I think that uh, – Maybe not for 2016, but he certainly deserves to be in that conversation. And the Yankees are looking at him coming in and pitching a lot of innings for them uh, next year. They think that he's going to have some slight inning limitations, but it shouldn't be anything too drastic. So uh, they should get a lot of mileage out of that young arm. You mentioned Pineda and, and where he kind of fits in. Nathan Evaldi was so consistent. seemed like he was the most consistent Yankees pitcher a year ago until the injury late in the season. Uh, is he expected to be ready to go 100% back at it um, as far as starting at the beginning of the season? Yeah, that's the plan. As a matter of fact, if the Yankees had beaten the Astros in that wild-card playoff game, they were going to carry Evaldi on the roster. He was going to be an active player for the next round. So uh, that tells you that he was ready in October, and now he's got a full off season under his belt. So I don't see any reason why he can't come back and be that same guy. Uh, it's funny that uh, of all the of the, all the Yankee starters was the guy that Joe Girardi had the least concerns about, um, that injury-wise or whatever, and then uh, he wound up going on the DL. But uh, that was a surprise to the Yankees. They didn't think uh, 
that was going to happen, but it did, and uh, so it's so the way it goes with the Yankees and pitching. But they do believe that Evaldi's going to come back, and he should be strong. And uh, he he took a lot of big steps. He worked well with Larry Rothschild last year. They they seem to really take things to the next level. I think that adding another pitch to his repertoire really helped him. Uh, so this guy can compete in the American League East. He proved that. Uh, he got some run support for sure. That helped the one loss record. But uh, the, the the other numbers, the peripheral numbers, look pretty good, and uh, he should be able to build on that this year. You mentioned Ivan Nova, and and he's a guy that that can be in that mix at the bottom end of that rotation. And CC Sabathia, who you have an update on, I believe, right? He's confident right now. He's feeling good about where he is. He's feeling great. He, he's very optimistic. Uh, obviously, he did the thirty day stint in rehab, so his mind is where it should be. But he mentioned that even while he was in there, he was finding guys that he could throw around a football with and, and play catch because he wanted to keep his arm in shape. Um, so. That's a good sign. He hasn't really stopped throwing. He's been working out at Yankee Stadium three or four times a week, and he says he's pushing his body a lot harder in these workouts because he has to. Uh, he, he, at this stage of his career, he needs to work harder. So uh, he, he says he's feeling great, and he's looking forward to spring training. He said he's ready to go down now. He, he'd probably be in Florida already if the weather in New York wasn't so nice. So he's been able to do everything he has to do up here, and uh, he's uh, really raring to go down there. And, and so You've heard this a lot from Sabathia. You've heard loses weight. He puts on weight. He feels great. Um, the, the numbers the last few years haven't lived up to that, but uh, the Yankees are hopeful they're going to get another good season out of him. And, and when he wore that knee brace at the end of the year, um, the performances increased. Um, they got a lot of good stuff out of him. They saw a lot of good signs. So George already believes that that can continue as long as he keeps using that brace and stays in good shape. All right, let's move on to the lineup now, and this is a, a situation where you have young players coming up and you have the veteran guys, and obviously it'll all play out as far as who can stay healthy and, and if anybody's traded, like Brett Gardner, between now and the beginning of the season. But as it stands right now, the Yankees are blessed to have two guys that are basically leadoff hitters in Jacoby Ellsbury and Brett Gardner. Do you, They showed early in the year and at different points last year how explosive the lineup can be with them both in it. So does it just make sense, Ellsbury one, Gardner two, on opening day if they're all on the roster? Yeah, that's what I would do. Um, I think that you saw during the season, the early part, Ellsbury was as good as anybody in the league for the first six weeks of the season. And uh, uh, Gardner, first half All-Stars, they, they both tailed off badly. I think that uh, Gardner wasn't the same player after the All-Star break for whatever reason, whether it was fatigue or injuries uh, Ellsbury wasn't the same player when he came back from a knee injury, but when they're on, when those guys are right, they add an element of speed that, that teams really have to guard against. I think that uh, opposing game plans just really need to work around those two guys. And during those first few weeks of the season, when you had Ellsbury one and Gardner two, and they were both firing on all cylinders, you looked back and said, oh, yeah, this is why the Yankees spent all that money on these two. Uh, they haven't gotten it for a full season at this point, but. If those two are on the roster opening day, that's what I would do with them. I'd put them one and two. Now, that number three spot is interesting to me. Carlos Beltran, is he the guy they want to be there? Because there's no clear-cut guy. I mean, obviously, Carlos Beltran five years ago is the clear-cut guy to bat third, but is he now? It's interesting. I, I think that Beltran had a pretty good year last year, all things considered. He had a terrible April. Um, but if you look at his numbers from May 1st on, they're, they're comparable with a, a three-hitter, I think. I think get by with that in the big leagues for sure uh you'd like to see him replicate that so if he can warn off that slow start um i think you have a few options that you could stick in there but uh beltron 
they're going to give him playing time. He's going to get at bats, and he was pretty productive. He was one of the more productive players in the second half, for sure, last year. I, I think that that's something you could look at, for sure. Four, five, six. Um, you have the, the guys that, that are getting up there in age and, and have battled injuries, but do you want to share a four, A-Rod five, and then McCann six? Well, that's interesting. I, I You know, I might put McCann a little higher up in there, okay. but uh, I, I like where you're going with that. I think that Joe Girardi certainly has a lot to think about, but uh, yeah, I could see how you, you're going to slot it that way. I think that they think that A-Rod and Teixeira can replicate their performance from last year. Um, I, I think that you're asking a lot, as you said, uh, getting up there in age, but particularly with Alex. He's going to be entering his age 41 season, and that's not something you see a whole lot from a lot of guys, but Alex is different than a lot of major league players. So this guy's had a very special career uh, when you take away all the stuff off the field. On the field, performance-wise, numbers, uh, they're all there for him. So if Alex can perform the way he did last year and Tessera can do what he did before he got hurt, uh, the Yankees are going to be pretty happy with that. But I think uh, another thing, McCann had a really good year, too. So uh, I, I'm not sure how you want to slot that. I, I would consider moving McCann up. I think that playing in Yankee Stadium in particular, uh, he's learning the American League pitchers. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year this year coming up. All right, and then in the bottom third, you have obviously the, the new addition, second baseman Starlin Castro. I think at least at the beginning of the season, if Gardner is still on the roster, I think Castro has to be in that bottom third, seventh, and then I would have Headley eight, DD ninth. That sounds good to me, and I think that Castro is a big question mark for me this season. Um, take out the Gardner thing. But this is a guy who has hit third in his career for the Cubs. Obviously, he's a three-time All-Star. Uh, they were in a different situation. They were in a complete rebuild at the time. But And, and there were times, Castro said, where it felt like he and Anthony Rizzo were the only two bats on the team, and they had to do all the work. He's not going to have that problem yet. Yankees. So I think that at some point you could be talking about Castro as a two-hitter, uh, but I think for the purposes of spring training and going in, you have that guy in the bottom third of your lineup, you're feeling pretty good. It maybe takes the pressure off him a little bit. Well, it'll be certainly interesting to see how it all pans out, and Joe Girardi, I'm sure, throughout the season will try plenty of things with that lineup, but as you look at it, it's pretty deep lineup, and there's the possibility for some solid run production. Brian Hoke, thanks a lot for the time, as always. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.